is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, hey, um... Hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Today, I'm going to outline a principle that is going to fundamentally alter the way you think about your prospecting. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm the host of the show, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Prospecting is all about being someone worth talking to with something worth talking about, period, end. That is the litmus test. If you don't have something worth talking about, you are not going to establish yourself as someone worth talking to. That relates to your product. It relates to your service, your solution. It relates to their problems, all of these things. And you're probably taking the wrong approach. Now, today, this is going to be a little bit more conceptual. In the coming episodes, I'm going to go into great detail about the things that you should be talking about, the questions you should be asking, the content you should be sharing. That's coming, but we need to get this principle down first. I'm going to share a few stories with you along the way about what you're probably doing wrong and some of the things that you can start doing right and ultimately going back to asking yourself the question, as I send this message, as I make this phone call, as this message is being received, am I being perceived as someone worth talking to? Or am I being perceived as someone worth ignoring? You have to answer that question for yourself with every possible outreach interaction. And if you don't like the answer you're getting, do something different. So a couple of ways that people go astray with this, right? A lot of people go and they try to make friends with their prospects. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to invite them to this event. We're going to have fun. I'm going to get them out of the office. Maybe we'll have a couple of drinks and some dinner and they'll lighten up. I'll lighten up. We'll be relaxed and you know we'll be able to trade information. You're looking to try to create this state of vulnerability between the two of you. It's not that you aren't willing to be vulnerable as well. And hopefully that connection will lead to them thinking highly enough of you to ultimately do business with you. Okay, this is how business was done a long time ago. And now because of rules and regulations and things, um, it's less and less available, but also the constraints on the executive's time are different now. People wanna spend more time with their families. They wanna spend less time out. And quite frankly, a lot of the people that you wanna call on can afford those experiences for themselves. So now it's really just a boondoggle. And quite frankly, the, the ethics around that are a little different than they were before. You can still get away with it in a lot of places, and I'm not here to criticize it, but we have to call a thing a thing. You have to justify the time spent. 
And a nice dinner or around a golf someplace isn't always the way to do that. But I want to get back to this fundamental here of let me try to make friends with my customers first. First of all, have you ever thought about how difficult it is and how awkward it is to do business with your friends? I've done business with my friends. It makes the holidays a little different. It's not always bad. And, you know, most times you can be adult enough or, or, or mature enough to, to handle it like some adults and you get by it. It's fine, but it's not perfect. So I don't know why you'd want to create that situation on purpose. But fundamentally, let me be clear about this. Your prospects are not looking for new friends. And why are you looking for new friends? I know you want to grow your business, but this is not the way to do it. If you want to do business with someone, there should be a business reason that you're doing things with them, that you're talking to them at all. And look, I've had a lot of business relationships that turn into friendly relationships. It's great. Sometimes that is a logical outcome, and I, I, I recommend it if it's there. But let's not be so silly as to think that if we're friends with someone, then they'll do business with us. That is so far from optimal that I don't know why you would set your sights on that. Look, you know how to prospect. I know you know how to prospect, but something still gets in your way. As a matter of fact, I've identified eight reasons that you and your team are not creating more sales opportunities. I put them together as a white paper to serve as a companion of this season of the Rethink the Way You Sell podcast. Go to jeffbajorek.com forward slash eight reasons to download your copy and the self-assessment that is included in that white paper so you know where you can make maximal impact right away to improve your prospecting results. Now back to the show. Here's a little aside too, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but there are so many people out there trying not to be salesy, and that's where this approach comes from, right? Like, no, 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 I don't want to sell you anything. I just want to show you a good time. I just want to hang out. Maybe if there's a way that we can do business together, then um, yeah, all right, well, you know, we'll explore that when the time comes, right? So in an effort to not be salesy, you're going to lie to someone about your intentions, either um, implied or otherwise. Um, And then you're going to turn around. And after that non-salesy proposition, you're going to turn around and try to sell them something. Where's your integrity there? Like, look, be direct about why you're reaching out to someone. Let them know, hey, I think I can help you. Here's why. That's how you start an integrated relationship. That's how you start a relationship you can be proud of. That's how you know that people are talking to you for the right reasons. What reasons are you giving them to talk to you? Or are you just bringing donuts and you think that's going to win their favor? Bring value. Don't bring donuts. Bring insights. Bring expertise. Remember, When you're selling something to someone, the chances are they buy a solution like yours every few years. You sell solutions like yours every day, or at least you work on selling your solution every day. You have expertise, you have insights, you have experience, you have wherewithal that they don't have as it relates to making these kinds of decisions. Share some. More importantly, don't just share insights. Ask them questions about the insights that they need to learn. Another overarching principle, or overarching, depends on where you grew up, I guess, is that you have to create tension 
in the process before you even get the meeting. Now, I talk a lot about tension. It's the group of emotions that are necessary to make any sale happen. You need to create tension throughout the sales process. You need to create tension to start the sales process. What intriguing, provocative reason have you given them to make you or to make them give you their time? Have you thought about that? Why not? You need to sell the meeting first. You need to give them a reason to talk to you, to give you their their time, to trade their time. So what is the value that you're offering to ask for that time? Anthony Inarino talks about this, and I steal his language because he encourages me and other people to steal his language. He says, look, when when someone's saying it better than you are, like use that language. If it's working, use it. And make it your own, of course, but... You know, nothing is new. And aside from blatant intellectual property theft, which is not cool, um, if someone has a way of saying something, then say it right. And then bring them on your podcast so they can say it too. So Anthony Norino is coming on um, in the next episode, actually. And uh, we're going to talk about this idea of being one up. We're going to talk about this idea of, um, you know, sharing your insights and being a valuable person in someone's network and that those insights are worth trading time for. It's a very important concept. The episode after that, I'm having Sam McKenna on. And Sam's uh, trademark, I don't know if it's, a, if it's actually trademark, but her calling card anyway is show me you know me. So there's a way to reach out and demonstrate that you're someone worth talking to because you've done enough research to know that your expertise is not only valuable, it's specific. It's poignant even. These are the things that you need to do from the word go. And people miss this. They know you have to create tension. They know you have to find pain. They know you have to do all these things in the discovery process. And then you can take those pain points and that insight and you can turn it into a fancy presentation. My question is, what are you waiting for? You need to use those same tactics, at least that same mindset, to get the first meeting let alone doing deeper discovery, let alone making an appropriate recommendation, let alone setting goals for what is possible with your solution and nobody else's. So all of this wraps back up into this concept of being someone worth talking to and having something worth talking about. And the way you become known as someone worth talking to is by having a lot of things worth talking about. So that's the concept I want you to think about that. I want you to hang with me for the next couple of episodes. I'm going to have Anthony on. I'm going to have uh, Samantha on. We're going to talk in the very next couple uh, of week, or a couple of days here. And um, use that litmus test for yourself. Ask yourself, with every outreach, does this make me more worth talking to? Does this increase or enhance my reputation as someone we're talking to? Or does it erode it? That's what you need to be thinking about. And if you start applying that litmus test, you might be a little upset at the results you're getting right now. There's your cue to get better. And if you need a little help getting better, reach out to me. This is what I do, right? This is how I help teams like yours. This is how I help salespeople like you. Let's talk about this. If there's a way that we can work together uh, on a project with you or your team, then great. I love doing that. I do it for a living. That's why I love doing it. And actually, um, I love doing it. That's why I do it for a living. But even if it doesn't make sense for us to do that, I can help you get on the right track and you'll walk away from the meeting with value for the time that you gave me. 
Thanks for being here. I look forward to bringing the next set of episodes for this season to you. It's going to make a huge impact. They are going to make a huge impact on the way you look at prospecting. It's going to make it easier for you to do the work of prospecting. You're going to create more deals that are going to close more often, and you can thank me for it. I'll talk to you soon. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.